Hello, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 89 of the Archaeologist Podcast. This is your special host, Altadine, a show where we discuss everything and anything that has to do with Ark Survival Evolved. I am your host, Altadine, and with me are a number of players that are here to offer their insights and opinions on the latest topics, strategies, and upcoming features or patches. As I call out our participants for tonight, say hello to the listeners and how many hours you have in Ark. Leg day. That totally didn't sound like you're reading from a teleprompter, but I have 3,843 amazing arc hours. Not all of us have the memory of the great Sean D. Knight. Uh, Rico? I'm up to 48.51, which I think is one or two more hours than the last time I actually set a number. And Mr. Knight? I would emphasize the word special for this, and uh, 7,850 hours. Uh, short bus, sir, would be the proper term. <laughs> all right so following on the heels of the large van and dev wipe from last week wildcard was added again and this time tea was served but that wasn't all this week a little patch went out that could have some big impact on the pvp meta the devs announced new specialty servers no 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 has been accused of using a discord bot to steal information and then there will be a discussion about the game's worst kept secret body bags all this and more later on in this episode. But before we get to all that, let's set up the YouTube comments. DMPD writes, Exploits are never going to die in this game. They come and go, and some stay since the beginning. Hell, I know a Rockwell exploit that's been around since Aberration has been released, and it's arguably the easiest thing to do. Comes in handy for lost characters this game so lovingly takes away, just like exploits that will never be fully repaired. Hashtag Band-Aid Everything. I hate to break it to you, but Rockwell isn't exactly a hard boss. Yeah, he, he really isn't. But it's uh, fun. It's fun to do. It, yes. it reminds me of world, you know, an MMO boss. Well, it's, a lot harder than, it's a lot harder than waiting for something to land. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We did the, the Manticore and um, Dragon. That was yep. a pain. And then it didn't help that the Manticore... Focused on me three times in a row within his attack. <laughs> I, I just remember died. the one time I ever, uh, the, the, the first time I ever went to do the Manticore and having it chase me around the map for the last two minutes of the uh, of its uh, of its life, seemingly ignoring <laughs> all of the serious threats and focusing on the dude with a shotgun. Yes. <laughs> so what I've read is uh, the Manticore continues to fly around because it. It targets someone and then it tries to find a place to land near them, mm -hmm. but then they move so that disrupts its ability to oh, land. Oh, I didn't think of that. So we That's have a to good stay theory. still like idiots and let it attack us. Yep. Well, I mean, move if you got incoming fire. <laughs> uh, Moosemen. I wish they would expose the selfish scumbags that were aimbotting, DDoSing, real money trading, and duping in the tribe with evidence to show. I definitely would not play with that person anymore. Instead, because of the lack of information, people simply think that the devs banned random people and the true cheaters can continue to play. I agree. It would be nice to have their names and the tribe names of who's been banned and wiped. Wait, didn't they used to maintain like a text file of in-game names? Not in-game names, but their player numbers. Yeah, it was something you could publicly access. Yeah, but unless yeah, you're you going to put out the evidence it. alongside of it, you're just giving out a name that may or may not be anything. Yeah, good point. But once again, it, it, this is still all publicly accessible, but it's just their number. So if you want to see if somebody's banned, you need to find what their number is and then run it against the database, hmm. which is really inefficient. Feels Badman writes, Sorry, Jet just can't ban his dad T because money can do anything. 
Well, unfortunately, that's no longer true because they were white. Well, how much money are we talking? Was always the argument. Yes. <laughs> and then a familiar face, Nightwind wrote, Yep, with the whole T thing, it's making me quit Ark in general. That's a lie. All times <laughs> to come to end, and until they fix it 100%, the most I'll be doing is hopping on for unofficial, but I have stopped quitting, or I have stopped Ark. There's too much proof for Wildcard not to ban them, but in the TOS, it says nothing about you can't buy a pocket dev, so I guess anyone can cheat via dev. Once again, well, that is not true. All so I can say is I see him uh, log into the game regularly, but I mean, if he's a, uh, uh, but the last. I don't know, 100 times I've logged in, it's been to go to an unofficial server. So. Oh, no, he's uh, been active on officials. He's been up to his PvE and tricks because that's all he can do. Well, I mean, <laughs> that was the entire reason he played the game, so. Yeah, nothing about PvP. That's too much for him. Now, let's move on to threads, tweets, etc. Phoenix1 made a Reddit thread titled, So I just went and contacted BattleEye directly, and he writes, I doubt it will make any difference, but I, but I gathered up a few of the recent videos and posts of T players using obvious hacks, not the exploits, and sent them to BattleEye support. Best case scenario, BattleEye takes direct action and bans users and or is better able to catch them in the future. I highly doubt ARC devs are properly working with BattleEye to report things, so they probably don't even know how much is getting through. Hopefully, BattleEye, since ARC isn't a large enough game to be bringing them in nearly as much in licensing as their other supported games, they will have no problem doing something Wildcard would like. I'll add a follow-up if I actually get back any type of meaningful response. And he also posted the address for Snail's PR group email. The only thing I can say about uh, is if the understanding I have of how BattleEye actually functions, it's an algorithmic service. It mm -hmm. it's looking for certain anomalies in uh, in the core kernel of uh, of your game. That's why it uh, stopped the pre uh, the older generation of game hacks um, because you'd have to. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure I'm not. I shouldn't actually explain that. It might actually violate some kind of internet security law. So I'm not going to explain how it used <laughs> to work, but. It was able to shut down the easiest method of bypassing most things because when you agree to battle eye, you literally agree to let it basically worm its way into your core processing. Uh, your core You're processing installing systems. a rootkit. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, though, it's algorithmically driven. It it's designed to only look for certain things, and it's not actually looking at arc. That's the problem a lot of people don't understand about uh, about it. It's looking for things trying to hook into the arc program. So if you can get into the art program without being detected, BattleEye does nothing. It's also why BattleEye can occasionally uh, catch, uh, if, say, you have a work computer and you use key logging software. Listen, I'm just waiting for the day of rage when BattleEye finally starts scanning your INI files to look if they've been tampered with and everybody gets banned. <laughs> I, honestly, I think if they do, uh, I think if any kind of security programs put in to do that, it would actually be on the ARC side. It would actually be on the ARC dev side. I don't think it'd have anything to do with BattleEye. It's they'd have to completely, they'd have to write a new program to do that because the program that they have right now, it doesn't. It, that's not what it does. I don't think it. I mean, I'm assuming here. I really have no idea, but I, I assume it doesn't like scan configuration settings. No, but it, it, it might. It's literally looking for it. What it, what it's doing. Is it's looking for a uh, uh, it's looking for a security bypass. Well, file signatures, right? Well, yeah, but the thing is, uh, without the exact details, the way that the old the old hacks used to work was you had to install a thing that would basically be an, a fake 
You know in the old spy movies where they have like some kind of ultra realistic piece of paper that they hold up down the wall, you know, Mission Possible style and whatnot, where the camera sees one thing and something else is happening behind it? Mm. That is how Battle Eye works. It is holding up a fake signature for the game's actual security uh, uh, features to, uh, to see so that he doesn't, so that the, that security thing doesn't look behind the curtain. And Battle Eye looks for the curtain. Because mm. the problem I see with just checking like checksums or other signatures is the fact that everyone's going to have different settings in general, except for these common settings. So I don't think there's going to be a common checksum of this um, file. There should be. The um, mo most game, uh, most games that are online, there there is a common checksum because uh, all those configuration stuff. I mean, oh, if my point so, is, let's if, say if the checksum's different, that means that there's going to be data incompatibility, and you're going to have conductivity issues. The connectivity connectivity issues because of that well remember like let's say you change the resolution you display you're changing the content of the file and therefore the checksum calculates differently uh, not that, if that's, that's not part uh, not part of the check uh, not if that's not part of the uh uh the checksum that's uh that uh not if it's part not part of the checksum that's what's actually counted because there are different checksum fi uh files the ones that are necessary for internet play don't likely include stuff like personal graphic settings well i mean what, I, what i'm trying to say is if you're just looking at the entire file that calculates the one hash code you know if they program it to just look at a segment of the file then that that would be a little bit more believable but well whatever i mean we don't really battle i purposely doesn't say everything they do there's just a lot of speculation Indeed. well like i said i i, I bypassed uh i i know i kind of have an idea of what it does because i know what i used to do to get around uh, uh i know what i did the, the that week i was actually you know using a hack file and i know what battle i did that prevented that thing from working anymore it's perfect right. i mean it was a good it was a, it was uh it was a great it, it was a great system and the only problem is now they've come up uh you know better mousetrap indeed okay uh, let's move on. Solomino did a Reddit post titled, Everyone's complaining about corruption, but this is still a huge problem. And he posted up a little comic strip where uh, one guy said, I forgot the barbecue tools because they're out camping. And his friend says, don't worry, I got it. And the second panel is a laptop with Ark running in the background. And so they've got a kebab over the laptop cooking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Ark really really makes my pc work hard and it doesn't like it at all i'm one day it's going to burn out completely now nubsley wrote a topic saying regarding the t controversy and accountability and this is before the dev wipe happened and he writes i've seen a lot of people directing their anger and hate towards the wrong people or things in regards to the t controversy and i wanted to help get some attention being directed towards the people who are more likely to be capable of actually enacting change Jad is there to handle most things in regard to community relations, but some situations are better addressed by executive level employees. Jad is the community face and voice of Studio Wildcard. His responsibilities include, among other things, executing on the orders and strategies passed to him by the decision makers. Please keep in mind that when companies like Snail Games buy companies like Studio Wildcard, there are often lots of office politics as they, like any other business does, try to maximize profits and growth. I can't say whether or not there's truth to the rumor that members of the tribe T are associated with employees of Snail Games and are using that to get preferential treatment that would gain them an unfair advantage over other players. But if that's true, then it's likely happening somewhere at the Snail Games level and Shihai would be aware of it. 
I do believe this is a worthwhile pursuit for the community, and I encourage you to continue to demand answers. If there is an unethical behavior going on, then you deserve justice. And he posted um, links of the people in charge of both of the uh, Studio Wildcard and also Snail Games that you could contact directly or leave in their PR accounts. So, yeah, in case anybody's interested in speaking out even more so. I thought that was a balanced post. Yeah, I thought it was very fair. reasonable. I was about Not to have sure something critical it. to say about it, and, and then it's like, oh, he actually went to the step of, uh, of of giving a solution of what you can do about it. Oh, bravo. I don't believe it. Reddit yeah. told me Jet's taking money personally, and he's banning everybody. That's what's really going on. <laughs> Indeed. So, uh, video surface of Barry Seal's Meshin BLDX. And this comes from Extremification, who writes, a video from a known mesher, Bullock Chef, was released of him and Barry Seal's meat run in a cave belonging to BLDX Hero on server 146. In the video, right at the beginning, the uploader clearly spawns in the mesh inside the map to get into their ice cave, and then he places beds at 46 seconds so that his tribe mates can meat run the cave and kill thousands of dinos illegitimately. Uh, Jet did say, see this particular thread and responded just simply saying thanks again for the report guys the information has been passed along to our enforcement team as we mentioned in other posts we prefer in future that reports are made to their appropriate locations and he gave links to the incident reports for pc and console you know maybe if we thought that if we reported them to the right place something might actually happen people would stop reporting them to places like that where you're forced by public shame to actually do something Mm -hmm. just in case you ever hear this chat well, I was joking that maybe they'll get away with it because no one actually bothered to report it. <laughs> Everyone just raged on Reddit. <laughs> um, well, they uh, it was reported, obviously, and they did do something about it, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Meanwhile, T is back to their aimbot and shenanigans, this time on server 420, according to Camaraderie, and he writes... T is currently taking over official server 420, which is a Ragnarok server, one of the Fresh Wipes servers. We were raiding them last night, and the fight was completely one-sided until they summoned one of their members to come online, who proceeded to aimbot and spinbot everyone as his teammates flew him around on a griffin. He insta-sniped all of us repeatedly until we left. Then today, they have raided all of us with the aimbotter. Uh, The streamer is not the aimbotter, but he is the same tribe. I don't have a video of the aimbot, but here's a screenshot of a tribe log. But he did have video or showed what was happening live on the stream. So here's one problem I see now happening. Mm-hmm. Everybody who cheats in this game is going to tag their tribe name as T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, indeed. <laughs> Moving on. Soapstone82 had a simple question. Is the fertilizer broken? And he posted up a screenshot where it says, Can be repaired at compost bin for a bit of fertilizer. Now, uh, Walcott Chris did respond to the saying, we should remove this text, but this is low on our list. And then went on to say, we'd have to special case this message for items that can't actually be repaired and then make sure we didn't break anything. My guess, 30 minutes to to special case it and up to an hour to verify all related items to make sure we didn't break anything. That's assuming that nothing else gets broken by the fix. It's worth fixing, but that time is better spent on other things at the moment. I, I don't disagree with that assessment. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's... It, it's it's a faulty message on a piece of poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, since I I do some software work, I totally understand that you touch one thing, you break a dozen. So if you really want to work you know, on it, be... I used to love game modding back back in like the the uh, 
Jedi Knight days, I, I was real good at it too, and as games got more complicated... <laughs> the first time I ever uh, code, uh, coded a uh, file to, ma uh, to make a grappling hook and I actually turned character models inside out, no, I'm, I'm done. I I'm out. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's move on. Extremification says, no, 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 literally stalking the ARC community. And he writes, a while ago, a server bot made to track ARC servers and show people how many people were on their servers and the names of those users, probably through a website like Battlemetrics, was released. But the bot was recently exposed as being malware to steal information from major ARC official PvP tribe discords who added the bot and would send every message sent in discords to the authors who were admins for no, no, no. And then there was a video released by Substitute talking all about this and how it was gleaning all the information on all these different discords. The twist That's horrifying. Is that the, the biggest insider in the game is RhythmBot and we all just don't know it. You know, I'll say this much. If you actually want a secure voice service, run from Discord. There's nothing secure about it whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, there's still tribes out there that base themselves out of TeamSpeak for that reason. Mm. But yeah, don't don't give admin rights. Well, I mean, ignoring the obvious, oh my god, how could they do this aside? Um, don't give admin rights to things that you don't trust. Don't most bots require admin access to do anything? Mm-hmm. I would just say, don't use Discord for um, sensitive information. Yeah, but either way, I mean, I'm not trying I, to fault I, the admin. Honestly, one thing just... I would suggest for sensitive information, WhatsApp. Um, it's a fairly secure system. Uh, the only way for it to get out is for someone inside of it or a court order. Owned by Facebook. I happen to know about this only uh, only be, uh, because it happened to be mentioned during a congressional hearing. Mm. Yes, I watched C-SPAN. Screw off. <laughs> I, I watched the Zuckerberg. Uh... Oh, you, you, you mean the uh, uh, the Android data versus old men who don't know computers? Yes. I mean, priceless. a few of them. A few of them knew what they were talking about. The one yeah, who I'm talked sure they about got a really shadow good profiles. I, I'm sure they got a really good briefing for, uh, from the person who manages their Twitter account for them. Yeah. So, but going back to the bot, though, as, as far as I know, and my information might be old, there hasn't been any fallout yet, right? So that's the, the question we got to ask. I mean, obviously, ARC or wildcard really can't do anything. This isn't exactly arc related. This is Discord related. Well, Discord can ban the Steam IDs if they link their account. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... but I mean, honestly, if you link your account, uh, account, you're kind of an idiot because uh, that's the only way uh, that Discord is capable of having any useful information about you. Mm -hmm. So the obviously the legality of this thing, the bot was promoted to do or advertised to do one thing. But it actually did something else completely without notifying anybody who downloaded and gave it permissions on the Discord channel. A fun thing about that, there's actually no law I'm aware of because there's no purchase involved, so there's no fraud, no false advertising, none of that actually applies. And I don't the think it'd be a civil case, so, there's no damage. However, third-party you have to admin yourself. But I'm going to say, third-party apps tend to give you a warning. If it's going to be gleaning your information off of your phone, for example. Oh, yeah, things are usually in the fine print, but uh, I remember there being some weird fine print about third-party uh, apps in the, uh, in the Discord TOS, so... Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we're in agreement. It's definitely against the Discord TOS, right? Yeah, definitely. I'm sure it is, but, I mean, they're not I'm just saying care, I don't see a legal or so... civil issue here. Right. I, I just, you know, I mean, Discord is... Uh, Discord is... A great way to secure, uh, secure your system if you think screen doors belong on submarines. So, 
Mm-hmm. So uh, Rex Starborn, one of the No 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 members accused of making or being involved with this bot, did leave a comment saying, uh, here's the real kicker. My bot shut down in January. So you're saying some bot got added into Salt Team 6 recently and somehow that user list leaks the next day? At 7 minutes 45 seconds is the video from Substitute. You show it. Or no, I think this was on another video. I'll get the link for that. Uh, my Discord channel user lists were organized. That's a raw output. That isn't what my bot made. There's something going on right in front of your face, and you're trying to act like our news network. Uh, you're missing the real story here. And the worst part is you're talking about two different bots entirely. One bot we tried to make and included Substitute on was a bot that could track Steam IDs. We found it too hard and moved on. And then you talked about a third bot, which was not my project at all. And no, we don't have IPs. Those aren't even useful. Also doesn't affect Steam. Read more. And you're still ranting about the IPs. And this is, I think this was Mr. Dark Titan's video where I saw this particular comment. So is Rex saying that his original bot wasn't actually scraping? That that's some other bot that he wasn't involved in? This bot wasn't scraping for the thing I was scraping for. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like his I mean, it's bot a defense. wasn't it's doing a what weird it was. one, but it's a defense. Yeah. It, it, it's very confusing. I but did the I, I I have done dirty things, but I did not do that dirty thing. <laughs> you know, I've actually used that defense before, so I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> yeah, there was another comment on one of the threads where he also said, I agree with you completely. Oh no. I think this was in regards to one person who said, You have to admit that this is the logical next step for Arc Warfare, which I find completely wrong on all counts. You have the analog in real life. Intelligence is without question invaluable in war in all its forms. The most realistic aspect of this game is how perfectly acceptable that statement is. A lot of people complain about battle metrics and the need to hide your Steam name. I think this is just another way to continue the evolution of the game. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it makes sense. The real question is how was this information been used? I'd be curious to know what they were looking for and if they bothered to save all info or just went through it looking for arc info. And this wasn't Rex Starborn. This was somebody else in a comment section. So, I mean, what if you crank that up to 11 and you bug everyone's phones? Yeah, exactly. No. It's just this meta. Is like, video game. This the thing is, is he's, he's making a good far. point. This is not, uh, uh, it's not, he's not agreeing with it, but from a, from a, you know, intelligence gathering standpoint, it does make sense. Oh, yeah, I think in it was real brilliant. life. Don't get me wrong, it's evil as Have you is, met I the people that play this game? <laughs> yeah, I have, and it just continues to boggle my mind how far they're willing to go for a game. Just remember, to people in your tribe have had to talk to the FBI because of this game. So, uh-huh. you know... Well, and, you know, to the people that are saying, hey, the FBI is going to take these guys down, now I guarantee you the FBI has better things to do than fight video game politics. Uh, unless mm. the, unless there's an actual crime, like, you yeah, know, like say, actual let, doxing goes on, yeah. they don't really or, care. let's say someone passed uh, a login and password to a bank account, and that was later stolen. Right? Yeah, that kind of, that would get the, uh, that would, that would be a real crime worth investigating. <laughs> and I've been in chats, I've been in chats for Steam IDs and blogins and passwords are passed around, so. Dude, I, okay, like, I have to say, you really sound like Deep Throat. <laughs> yes, no, really. <laughs> Like your your I voice drops cold, six I swear. octaves. Yeah, I've got my like voice you sound like Big around. Daddy Mac right now. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> do the doxy. But um, moving on, uh, Rex Starwin did reply to this particular comment saying, "I agree with you completely. Mostly, it was curiosity driving me, and I wondered just how effective a spy bot could be. It was fun and a good learning experience. 
As much as my word is worth, I can say the information was not used in a manner any time anyone would consider malicious outside of ARC. Now, I'm sure that most folks are going to be smart enough to limit their Discord bots to only the necessary channels and play smarter. To your <laughs> curiosity on content, it cataloged every message it heard after adding it. Voice comms couldn't be added, and honestly, who has the time for that? Hmm. Anyone who's really invested. There's so much wrong right now. Yep. Yeah, actually, I wonder if the Discord API allowed some form of recording. I didn't even think of that. It does. Audio recording, I mean. Wait, there's no you don't have to use TeamSpeak app. anymore? No, no, I mean, okay, let's put it this way. If you are smart and willing to um, work with some weird uh, methods, you can record, uh, you can remotely record Discord. However, it's a lot easier to just ghost in, uh, to have a bot ghost into a channel uh, with, a, uh, with, an, uh, with a hook to your OBS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you would just see the bot randomly join your channel, and you'd be like, that's kind of weird. Very Call weird. it Rhythm Bot. Don't have it play any music. <laughs> <laughs> people, people would just assume someone else summoned them. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to something just as ridiculous as a Discord bot recording everything you say. Uh, there was a bit of an argument over Wildcard's new Evo event they were calling the King's Harvest. However, that was switched to a, a different har- uh, Evo event because they had some technical issues. However, the SJWs jumped on this pretty quickly. What? What? Yeah. Okay, I I gotta hear this. I might actually have to talk politics intentionally. I um, read the show prep. You did not, and I lost my spot. Hold on, give me a second. Okay, so uh, one particular person started bringing it up and it spiraled out after that. Since it is Mother's Day weekend, which is when this event happened... It is only fitting that there would have been a breeding maturation event, but sadly, since so many people complained, saying boosted breeding is unfair, the ARC devs decided to not do a breeding event. Instead, they chose to be as sexist as possible and do what boils down to a gardening event and a cooking event. Gardening cooking on Mother's Day weekend. Someone didn't think this one through very well. My grandmother would throw her walker at you if she was still alive. <laughs> Man, that is such a stretch. I, I mean, I wouldn't even have connected those dots at all. Outrage culture. When you're looking for things to be <laughs> off about, they're everywhere. <laughs> now, that being said, I, I, it's not like Ark is suffering from some lack of bred dinos. Mm-hmm. You know, the funny part is, I expected the the the, uh, the SGW complaint to actually be, oh, just because it's Mother's Day, we have to have a breeding event, uh, yeah, that, like that, that... we're ba- uh, uh, like uh, women are baby ovens, blah blah blah. In uh, insert uh, qu- uh, Marxism draped as feminism now. I seriously thought that's where you were going. I I was waiting for why can't male dinos have babies? <laughs> oh, we, we do not surgery? need to have conversations about feminine penises. We do not need that on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, a little Twitter spat happened as well. Um, one of the Twitter users said, At the moment, I am literally arguing with multiple volunteer moderators who are joking that a Mother's Day event should be about cooking and gardening and that Americans' main export is entitlement. And Wildcard re- Chris responded saying, I'm quoting you here. Happy Mother's Day, Ark ladies. Enjoy your time in the kitchen. It seems you're pushing against something that doesn't exist. Chill a little. And this Twitter user replied, the line after that was, this is insulting. It really feels like bait and switch. Many are upset and the gang, ganging up of mods attacking people just escalated to an unprofessional slash insulting level. They represent you and image matters. I appreciate Jat's more professional response. Oh man, people really need to calm the F down. You know what I'm going to say? The, 
even the snarky or more professional, both responses were perfectly good. The proper response is always, everyone understands what's actually being said here. No one's <laughs> off. Shut up. <laughs> and never apologize. Actually, that's a good rule for life. Don't apologize. If you if you uh, thought about it, uh, uh, just think about it harder next time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just... Come on. Over an event and they get SJW over it? Oh, that's, I mean, th that is like, uh, wait, uh, uh, you know, tier, uh, tier one feminism outrage. That's nothing. I mean, technically, they don't have to do any of it. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And then there was one other person on who tweeted at Jen saying, it's still a crappy event, to be honest. It's just less sexist than King's Harvest on Mother's Day weekend. Two times Harvest and XV would be better. And that's when they changed it from, uh, King's har harvest to uh, the maturation breeding. Oh, I mean, it's mother oh, Mother's Day. Why? Oh, uh, wh uh, why would you uh, have something about you know mining, uh, mining and logging? Those are two jobs mm -hmm. that feminists don't want women in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Wildcard had some issues with the uh, original event they were conceiving because what happened was, uh, was it? it was um, 1.5 times cooking, and what that means is you could have much better crafting recipes if you took the time to make them during that event but apparently the crafting recipes made during the event and then when the event turned off the recipes would uh get capped i guess or not keep and nerfed back down again yeah mm. pretty much okay um, um go ahead i, I like it i like it when you can cook auto turrets <laughs> uh yeah that was fun not like we ever did it okay so uh community crunch 130 came out and uh, they announced some interesting things, like beginner servers, of course, are, I believe, coming to the console like they did to the PC. Oh, no, sorry. Beginner servers will be where you they will have a player cap at 44 and wild dinos capped at level 30. However, you can transfer your players or your characters over to regular official servers after that if you want to. But I think we're going to see a lot of twink tribes. I want to see transfers between PC and Xbox. Well, th there is. It's just Windows 10 version and Xbox. No, no, no. None of this Windows 10 gaming store stuff. I'm talking actual <laughs> Steam. Like, I wonder what that would... I'm going off on a tangent here, but I, I really wonder what that would do to the politics. Uh, one could only imagine. Coke versus Pepsi Wars all over again. A, <laughs> I mean... people, a bunch of people spurging out uh, over, uh, over nothing and making the rest of us all wish they would just shut the hell up. I, yeah. I'm not even talking about cross play I, I just mean like you want to go play an xbox go over there or come over here mm -hmm. to pc okay. uh let's get back to the topic of beginner server servers so um dinos will be capped while dinos will be capped at level 30 but you can add 30 additional levels obviously engrams a lot of engrams will not be achievable through the level and up but can be found by supply crates and then uh some other changes will include disabling of alliances and tribe size sizes have been limited to five members maximum it's a I think it's very that's good. not a I mean yeah, that's not a horrible it, idea. It's a really I, good idea. I think a lot of veteran players are gonna go to these servers I, I and just take them will. over. I mean I definitely thought about it, but uh I don't know. Like how much energy do people have? A lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We, we know, as often as we did play and how much time we felt like it was taking this, we did not know life. <laughs> okay, um, also they announced specialty servers, and right, specialty servers are alternate game modes for ARC that last for a short period of time. Each new theme will bring on a new set of challenges different from that of servers currently available. 
However, the seasonal servers will wipe and change theme after a determined period of time. We're looking for input from you today. We've set up a thread and we'd appreciate if you could drop your suggestions into the separate thread below. Changes will revolve around edits that can be made to the existing configurations. These types of changes can include many things like tribe reliance size, anything related to dino stats, entertainment, server rates, etc. Yeah, they're looking for new game modes for once they release their final DLC, so it doesn't look like they'll be going into another round of DLC after this. Mm -hmm. I should, should uh, suggest crafting tech out of thatch. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Um, what kind of modes would you guys see? Like a King of the Hill kind of mode? How would that play out? <clears throat> Capture the flag. Capture the oh, flag. Oh, I kind of like that. You know, that's, that's never been in every video game ever. For good reason, Rico. It rocks. Eh, don't get me wrong, that's actually my favorite mode in first-person shooters, but... Actually, it was my favorite mode in Tribes. Oh, Capture yeah. the flag yeah. in Tribes? You can't beat that. For a while, the unicorn was the flag. <laughs> but uh yeah i think i was listening to the rated arc podcast which is another arc centered podcast and th somebody brought up i think risk for <laughs> automatically spawn dinos exactly you have a certain area. amount of territory that you control and so you get a certain amount of dinos or resources and things like that spawned in the longer you hold them gotta have a five by five closed off building <laughs> that but would I, be cool with a world border that just kind of visually changes based on your control yeah, it, it sounds pretty interesting. I'll we'll try and keep an, an eye out, see what they decide to start with these uh, specialty servers. Also, uh, fresh servers have been launched for Xbox and PS4, just like on PC. They um, will not have you won't be able to transfer anything onto them or bring your characters over for sixty days, if I remember correctly. So yeah, fun to just get in there and get on the fresh servers. At least I thought it was. Okay. And then otherwise, that's pretty much it. They talked about this past weekend's um, Evo event, which was one and a half harvesting, one and a half egg hatching, gestation, maturation. So that was for the Mother's Day weekend. And then uh, this past week, they did further enforcement actions. And, this, and then they uh, wrote, As a result of today's enforcement, five tribes will have their structures and tames removed, eight accounts will be globally banned, and a further 27 global bans have been reduced to temporary bans based on additional analysis, which expires today. This action concludes an investigation where their violations included aimbotting, undermeshing, and a direct association with others who violated the Code of Conduct. We are aware that there have been requests for further details regarding our enforcement actions. When possible, we shall share what we can, but in order to most effectively execute against players who choose to not follow our code of conduct, we believe it's best to hold our cards close to our chest. Some other points yeah. we wanted to address... Oh, sorry. I, I just wanted to say, like, I'm thinking next DLC comes out in the next three months. I'm thinking all of these bans are a publicity stunt to A, break down megatribes, B, create the belief that Wildcard is taking the time to enforce their rules on the servers and to mm. make a happy populace so that they can bring out the DLC and you'll have tribes starting over uh, I, just to extend the length of the DLC. It's certainly possible. So um, some points they wanted to address was investigations are concluded and punishments are decided on before we announce that an enforcement action has taken place. I thought that was very interesting. So before they even lock down the servers, they've already done their investigations. Yeah. So that's good to know. 
Uh, cheating, by all accounts, is something we take very seriously. We are constantly working to improve and refine our investigative and enforcement methods in order to be as fair as possible. After further examination, we've decided to reduce the punishment in a small number of cases, turning them from permanent global bans to temporary. When reporting players or tribes, please make sure to use the appropriate channels. PC players can be reported via our report abuse form, and console players can be reported to our support team. It's unfortunate that innocent, innocent players can get caught up in enforcement, but we're confident that the primary side effect of our process is the loss of access to service for the duration of the enforcement. We hope that this adds some clarity on the matter. We look forward to ensuring a fun and fair arc for all. Thank you for your continued trust, patience, and ongoing support. So, Hank's unofficial server has a fabricated pistol that you could use to demo structures. I wonder if GMs use something like that. Probably It'd be more entertaining. So um, we do know that T was one of the tribes wiped, uh, dev wiped, and then we don't know who was banned from them. That that didn't say. And then um, Barry Seals was dev wiped for meshing. So the dev team did act on that evidence rather quickly. It is um, interesting that you know a lot of people are saying, ah, oh, the GMs are only on our server for five minutes and they banned everybody. It was, it was kind of. It's interesting to know that they had already, before they went on, concluded an investigation and came to a conclusion mm-hmm. and took action. Yeah, we'll never know why. It's it's kind of like most international politics. The big summit is uh, for show. Hmm. Indeed. Well, what's also interesting is if you read one of the patch notes up to today, they removed the ladder glitch where you could stand on a ladder, stand on a ladder, get the ladder demoed, and be in this translucent world where nothing could affect you. They fixed that one almost immediately. Can't say that surprises me. That did, uh, I mean, it, it didn't seem the biggest thing in the universe to me, but it was a hell of a glitch. Mm-hmm. So, and it um, got publicized, and that's always a great way to get it fixed. Yes. Now, of course, the conspiracy, conspiracy theorists are out. One person said, the wipe on T is nothing more than a publicity stunt, by the way. Considering T has some sort of access to the servers and can load any old save they wish to, and they let Cobra wipe them. Devs now looking into their servers is probably nothing real. They'll just play under a different name or a different server. And this came from a player named Lancast. Yeah, well, he's not wrong. They are going to keep playing. And then uh, it looks like Barry Seals also made a comment on the recent uh, dev wipe that happened to them because of Meshin and wrote, We do not condone cheating. Someone was just leaking our Discord because they don't want to play with cheaters. Everyone who was involved in that mess has been removed from the tribe indefinitely. I want to make that clear. We do not support the actions of the players who meet ran that cave with Bullock. If you don't think that we handled it properly, you can GTFO. Or if you have a brain, you, we can keep killing it. Thanks. Okay. Um, <laughs> just, just to point out, I mean, whether you were cheating or you actually meant that, the words would be the exact same. So, you know, we'll so, believe it once, when we, uh, once we see you live up to it, okay? So what I'm hearing is that from Barry Seals is that the the mesher in question did it without them knowing to set up the beds. And when they when he told them it was clearing to spawn in, they spawned in not knowing that he uh, used a mesh to go go through the mesh in order to set up those beds in the cave so they could do the meat run. And to be fair, a lot of the raids I went in, so, uh, there was uh, it was one you know, one to two people that went ahead uh, and set uh, and set up all the spawn points and stuff. We just had to meet somewhere once we got onto the server, get added, uh, added to whatever tribe, and then travel wherever we were going. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not out of their own possibility. Not saying I buy it, but... Yeah. Okay, uh, let's move on. 
So the final thread we wanted to look at comes from Trollolosaraptor. And he has a new game mode. It's called PVD, or Players vs. Devs. And he writes, The goal is not to get dev wiped. Avoid that van hammer like you would avoid an alpha raptor as a fresh spawn. Hide your dupe gear and mesh bases like Kishko hides his one by twos in the leaves of a low tree. Pay snail games like you would a shady art dealer for fertilized eggs. Scout for DDoS setups like you would for 150 dinos. Create more ults and ISPs than the number of times Six Shadows has said, Yo, what's up, guys? Question whether whether it's all worthwhile, where your life has gone, and why Rex has so much popcorn. Let the games begin. <laughs> <laughs> he lives up to his username. Indeed. <laughs> all right. So, finally, a patch. Big one. It was actually 1.1 gigabytes in file size, I believe. And uh, this was current version is 279.275. They fixed multiple holes, collisions, and general bugs across all maps. Fixed the bug where the poison wyvern would loot player bodies from direct hits. So I assume this might affect lightning wyvern as well, or anything with a ranged attack. Well, wait a minute. A, a live player was hit, and then the body got looted. You know how it is where. Uh, if you're flying in and uh, if you attack at the very least with the lightning wyvern, it'll collect the loot from the body if it kills them. Yeah. Well, that was happening with the poison wyvern, except you could do it for a long distance. If you're oh, I see. With the long shot. Yeah. Exactly. That's amazing. Don't fix that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cliff platforms can no longer be built on top of obelisk terminals. Cliff platforms can no longer be placed on world barriers. Fix a bug which would cause flyers to flee from players when attacking water. Uh, Carquinos can no longer be grabbed by Quetzals grabbing Carquinos. Fix a bug which would cause the leech to be stuck on a player's screen when they die. Fix a bug with that bug. Yep. Fix the bug with ladders which would desync a character's client from the server. Uh, This was obviously for the invisibility exploit we talked about, what, two episodes ago? Uh, fix a bug with tamed level one griffin causing them to have negative HP. That Probably is... for unofficial. That... Probably. Well, no, I mean, negative HP, uh, I mean, does that make them invincible? I would, I would think it would make them invincible since they die when they hit zero, and if they always go down, they'll just keep on going to further negatives. <laughs> they have to eat meat at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, fix level of detail issues with the tech tepajera saddle. Improved flyer AI so that they no longer do circles into the air when attacking each other. Reduced Packy Rhino head armor, uh, though they didn't give a percentage of how much. Reduced flak armor scaling by 7%. Reduced HP of Argents by 20%. Reduced cloning cost of Griffins. Reduced the speed of the Plesiosaur and Ichthyosaurus by approximately 35%. So the Plesio is even more worthless because it's a lot slower, but also the Dolphin... That's a huge speed hit. Traveling no more the world fish. in three minutes. <laughs> it was your PvP or crap tame of choice. Indeed. Uh, they reduced the amount of durability damage taken from projectiles when a glider suit is equipped by approximately 60%. That makes me a little sad. Reduced the resource cost of fabricated sniper recipe scales by 25%. So fab snipers are a lot cheaper to make now. I don't see a need for that. Why? Uh, we'll talk about that shortly. Uh, change the... <laughs> Go ahead. Yep. Uh, change the weight of cloth, hide, chitin, flak, fur, desert, hazard, and ghillie sets of armor. We'll go into this further once we're done with the patch notes. Finally! Yes. Increase the greenhouse structure HP and decay timer. The HP increase is not retroactive and will not 
will only affect new structures. So if you already have your greenhouse built, you're going to have to rebuild it. Um, increased full storage slots from 150 to 350. Added pin codes to the refrigerator. And then they changed the tech saddle so that it can no longer be shot during lightning storms. So let's talk about the change weight of cloth, hide, and all the sets. Now, cloth weighs three pounds. The whole set weighs three pounds instead of two and a half pounds. Hide now weighs ten and a half pounds compared to two and a half pounds. Chitin, 22 pounds instead of two and a half pounds. Gilly, 24 pounds instead of five pounds. Flak is now 30 pounds instead of two and a half for the entire set. Fur was the only set that received a weight reduction at 34 instead of 45. Desert gear is 16 pounds compared to three pounds. 0.45 pounds scuba is 23 pounds instead of two ride gear is still at 42 pounds from what i can tell and tech gear is 22 pounds instead of 2.65 pounds of weight nice i yes. love it everyone's salty i love it <laughs> you know the pvpers they want to carry like 20 kits on them and have all kinds of scuba tanks they're really upset right now so but... let's talk about the ramifications of weight when it comes to pvp now obviously pteranodons are going to be more effective by this because they don't have that much weight to begin with unless you're breeding them that's a good point i mean uh, the, the most obvious thing it's going to affect is how many bullets you can take with you how much loot you can you can take there's a lot of implications yeah well as a pvp you would normally grab what like four or five sets of black mm-hmm. that was just a thing not anymore yeah so, I'm all for finally fixing the armor weights. <laughs> yeah, the flag definitely was long time coming. We've been we've been seeing that since we started this podcast, I'd say. So I sent a message on Twitter to a couple of YouTubers and streamers. Uh at Zooning Gaming said there is need weight now, and went on to say sniping might be more viable as well because you can't carry 20 sets. Uh Hod Gaming says just means I have to limit my whale kit down slightly. It's a good change. will make it easier to kill, hopefully. Now they just need to nerf player speed. And then Xfish got back to me and said, One of the best balance updates so far. Kite and armor comeback. Sniping is more relevant. Players with high MS can carry max two sets on them now, which makes them pay a high price. Storm flak will be annoying. Can't ride a normal stat Terra with a basic kit anymore. Needs more weight. It's balancing. I mean, that, I think that's what was needed here. Because I've said before that the game is very heavily biased towards um, attacking rather than defending. So I think this is a good change. Mm-hmm. The ability to, you know, when you're on defense now, you can just run back to your vault and get more. Whereas, I mean, you'll have to prep to assault things now. Pretty like much. It. Maybe so this... we'll eventually have siege warfare. I don't mean like <laughs> siege weapons. I mean actually like having to set up and siege something where it's about who runs up the other guy's supplies first. That might be a little much. So, obviously, this affects PvP in the way that points are going to have to be distributed to your character. If you're going to want to carry a lot of these things, you're going to need more weight than most players might normally do at some point. So they might have to sacrifice speed in order to have more weight to carry all that flat gear if they still want to go with it. Now, uh, the scuba... Now, the scuba tank itself is 20 pounds. Have you ever tried to pick up a scuba tank? They are not lightweight when they are full. Well, no, I, I, that I get. But for low-level players just getting a scuba, that's whoa, a whoa, lot whoa, of whoa. weight. Scuba's like level 80 now, isn't it? Is it? I don't remember. Yeah, it's some ridiculous level. I know it's level obnoxious. 
level obnoxious. Hold on, give me yeah, one second. Oh yeah, you're right. 81. 81. Okay, okay. Still, so you're not talking you... new players. Yeah, but you can still get the um, might get your hands on the blueprints. Well, yeah, guess it's hard to carry. Makes sense. It should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What did scuba used to be level wise back in the day? I want to say it was something like in the sixties. Yeah, 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 it has Yeah. Is there ever a particularly um uh? It wasn't a noob item. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Of course, but back obviously... in the days when I first uh, got, uh, mm-hmm. got it, it was back in the days when, you know, once you hit level 60, you were in for the long haul to get the rest of the way to, you know, 65. Yeah. Now, um, there was a little bit of uh, of uh, anger from the community, but not a lot regarding the weight changes for it. ML Tato said weight changes are extremely poorly implemented. And it goes on to write, I think it's reasonable to increase flak weight and other armor's weight since the whole stuff so far was completely incoherent, but 30 weight on a flak set is way too overboard. Like 10% or 15% would still prevent extreme flak whaling, but not force you to chug that mind wipe. Personally, I think 30 pounds is more than fair for the flak set. You know, uh, how much is the riot weight? Uh, The riot now is still at 42 pounds. Okay, so basically... The flak suit, if you want to think about it, if anybody has experience with actual military flak, mm-hmm. it it or military armor, it's all the Kevlar and all that fun, you know, uh, impact absorbing materials. Then there's these giant metal plates that you slide into yeah. it. If you just strap those metal plates to a leather uh, to uh, to a leather vest, you basically have flak armor from Ark. Those metal plates double the weight, or more. Of a uh, of a uh, body armor, they are heavy. Thirty, yeah, sounds fine to me. A leather coat, and I mean like a rawhide leather coat, is not lightweight. Metal on top of that, not lightweight. Especially if it's metal thick enough to actually stop a bullet. Definitely. So uh, we had a bit of a discussion in our Discord, um, but Mad Dog did have a question. To say, would the quality of the armor affect the weight? As far as I know, it doesn't. It just 30 pounds or whatever weight it is for each right away. It doesn't that matter would what. That should be a cool feat, uh, feature to, for them to work in some way that, like, your yeah. crafting feet could allow you to, low, uh, your crafting skill to let you lower the weight or something. Or, like, the various grades automatically have a weight uh, have a weight in, uh, a weight reduction or something in them. See, I would go the complete opposite. I would say higher grade should be higher weight. Well, the, here's what I'm thinking, because this is how I always had to look at, like, the higher grade stuff. Like, if you really want to make a high-grade metal plate, one of the things that's important about it is purifying the metal. If you're just grabbing random ore that you've smelted, you need to re-smelt that and, uh, and filter out impurities a lot. That's the only way I could ever make sense of, you know, a, uh, a two-and-a-half-pound metal chest piece taking, you know, 400 pounds of metal. But you see, you know, you, you make it out of better materials, better alloys, takes more, mate- uh, more raw metal, since raw metal in the game is basically every ore imaginable. I, I think you're getting too much into the realism of it, and I think it's more about whether or not it's a good game mechanic or oh, a good it's a good game mechanic act. too. I mean, if you're just looking from a game mechanic standpoint, uh, st- uh, standpoint, they're weighted towards the uh, in relation to the general u- usability and purpose. The really mm. heavy armors that are really he- uh, uh, that are meant to absorb all the impact make you slow. The ones that are meant just to basically protect you from the elements, not so much. Yep, I actually had a bit of a discussion about how much a flag should weigh. Somewhere between Chitin, uh, uh, which is one of the other, you know, damage-absorbing armors, and the Flak, which is the other damage-absorbing armor. Yeah. So, like I said, we had a discussion in the Discord chat. 
we had JC saying you cannot have as many sets of flak anymore and you need to boost more weight, which leads to less points in speed. Yes, you could remedy this by uploading, but waiting 30 minutes to deposit and set a set of broken flak and needing to run to a drop in the middle of PvP just to get a new set of flak is annoying. And this change has was not asked by any players, plus most players hate it. Uh, that's completely wrong. Uh, yes, 5 pounds on flak was a bit OP, but they could have made a set weight 10 or 5, which would change the game, but not as much. So once again, we were asking for it, and I'm pretty sure not a lot of players hate it, at least not from the regular gaming community. It's actually really hard to gauge what a lot of players like and hate based on the forums. Yeah. Sometimes the loudest voices aren't the majority. Exactly. Usually that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Zeke Rackin said, I like it personally. Now people will actually wear Riot or even Chitin. By the way, I've been taking, uh, or even Chitin. So yeah. You would think Chitin's going to be used more? I mean, it's 8 pounds lighter than Flak, 2 pounds lighter than Gilly, but it's still 22 pounds, which is quite a bit. I'd say you probably won't see much of a variance of what people are already doing because they have the blueprints for Flak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, most people just toss the Chitin crap. So I don't. I give it. Yes, you are a freak. <laughs> I remember trying to organize the base at times. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, Ow now Brown Cow said, I for one like to change, but I feel like the outcry is loud enough to where they will change it again, much like Flyers. The speed thing, too. I feel like before, literally anybody that wasn't a beach noob would put as many points into speed as possible. I think it's good to make people not so fast. It actually kills the game for me when people run around too fast. And then Iron Moose Pancake's not happy with the scuba, says they need to lower scuba. And he disagreed with leg day, and only reason it's biased towards attackers is because the attacker knows when to attack. If defenders knows when an attack will take place, they're going to do a lot better. Mm. That's and that was point. in response to you saying, I think it helps with the fact that the game is so unbalanced in favor of the attackers versus defenders. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Well, generally speaking, you know, it is a lot easier to succeed uh, successfully raid someone when they're not around. Yep. So, yeah, big uh, patch, a lot of... Uh, a lot of, I don't see, uh, the thing is, of all the things you listed, I don't understand why it was that big of a patch. Well, once again, Fab Sniper recipe resource cost scaled down by 25%. I, I know, everything you said to me, you know what it sounded like? Okay, mm-hmm. so this particular, fi- uh, this particular file, this particular, uh, so that's about uh, probably 15, 20 megabytes worth of text files. No, <laughs> I think it's mostly the uh, the holes they plugged up in collisions for all the mats, which is probably most of the... Uh... Probably, if that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, Packy Rhinos, they changed the head armor. So we're, I'm curious to know how much that's affected the uh, bullet soaking meta for Packy Rhinos, since those are one of the favorite dinos to use right now. But yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how PvP plays out now. And I'm looking forward to seeing it. So it is now time to reach down into the crevasse of chat as we drag the swollen bodies of our tribemates down Arc Avenue. <laughs> Now, now, like I said, this is the worst kept secret in ARC. It's been there since, what, essentially day one, right? And my primary uh, role on on, uh, official servers the last six months. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So, essentially what it is, is when you create a tribe and you want to use, and use a body bag, if your tribe mates have been gone for, what is it, three days in a row? 
I think it's the timer, or the, the that could be in fluctuation these days. If you look at their bodies and start putting things on their bodies, you'll be able to put anything you want onto those bodies up to the full 300 slot cap. And you can put 300 stacks of metal, for example, and the body won't weigh anything. This is what we use for body bags. This is what a lot of tribes use for moving massive amounts of materials to and fro to and from bases and it's a very simple process you essentially make a character new character invited to the tribe well so take your original character transfer them off of the server make a new character invited to the tribe and then what you do is you take your old character bring it back onto the server overwrite your new character and they'll still stay in the tribe then when you wait the certain amount of time you'll also be able to use them as body bags so yeah worst kept secret in the game very useful however it is an exploit uh, now, so dang it i think it is and that's actually one of the exploits i used to cite when we tried to be all high and mighty about people who use exploits and i'd point out well you know we use one too technically yeah. just because everyone knows about it doesn't mean it's not an exploit yeah so uh with this patch we we see the the vault slot caps increase to 350 slots which is 50 slots more than what you can you would get from a regular body bag so i created a poll and asked with slot with vault slot caps increase to 350 slots will wildcard get rid of body bags so i had 236 votes on here 50 percent of the votes said please don't get rid of body bags 22 percent of the votes said yes uh, 20 percent said no and then eight percent said maybe so 72 percent feel that wildcard will get rid of the body bags and 50 percent of them just really don't want body bags to go away i was gonna say i wonder what the poll would have been if he just said should you know the fact <laughs> is it's not i mean this is one of those uh the, those exploits that used to make uh denice say things uh like you know, if they didn't want us to do it, they wouldn't let us. So I'm going to pull a Rico here. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to take this over. Uh, so you remember long ago when they were talking about working on uh, standard of living or, or lifestyle changes to art? Quality of life uh, changes. Convenience. Yeah. Quality of life changes. Thank you. This is the beginning of that to remove the crap that shouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. So I would expect in the next few months to see kibble changes and steps towards removing body bags. I'm guessing there's going to be a change to the weight stat because it's pretty garbage as it stands. Mm -hmm. Or some kind of assist or aid, something you can build, like a mobile cart or something stupid. Yeah, it, it, and it's also amazing how many people were arguing that this wasn't an exploit. And it's like, how is this not an exploit? It's circumventing the weight mechanic of the game. So imagine how many of those PvPers are going to have to change up everything they do to be able to help with base construction when there aren't mm -hmm. body bags or, or harvesting. Um, so the entire game has been set around this ridiculous ability to farm. I mean, you can bring them back 900 stacks of metal in one metal run. That takes a couple hours. and You don't have to go again for a while. But yeah. once you get rid of these body bags, you have to readjust the game to the level of farming that's capable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know exactly. To what saying. it should have been in the beginning. I mean, this is Wildcard's yes. own fault here for not nipping this in the bud at the well, very I mean, beginning of this game. God forbid we use dinosaurs to move stuff in our dinosaur game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, I, 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 I mean, I, back I, on the old days when we, you know, when I, I never thought to gr just go grab one. I, I just had like a parasite to go collect eggs around the base and stuff. You know, mm -hmm. you, you you do uh, that, that's the way it should be. Dinosaurs. I, I, I had an overly convoluted idea um, 
maybe implementing some kind of conveyor system using, um, you know, I could put pipes everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. So make it so you could access the inventory of the piping system. And when you're doing that, you're really accessing the inventory of any attached, like, vaults or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, again, it... Very it, steampunk. I like it. The, you use your dinos to move your stuff in your dinosaur game. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So with the... So while you still have body bags and you want to utilize them, obviously you want to utilize them with uh, a platform dino, like a Quetzal or a Pariser, and uh, make an enclosure around them so they don't get sniped by some griefer and they're protected from wild dinos, but you want to keep a hatch at the bottom so you can, you know, have people offload into the dino you're riding, and then take it from the dino and just automatically put it into the body bag's um, inventory. Obviously, put them in a chair so they don't go slamming around and falling off of your platforms as well. And you'll be able to walk away with so much. Now, I had a few uh, discussions in the Reddit forums as well. Uh, one particular person said, Gim Gimli, son of Serial, said, If everyone is using it, there's a reason. It's a quality of life exploit that makes it so you can move, say, raw metal to your forges without having to keep your forges outside. It also allows you to then bring that cooked metal to your vaults without making 200 trips to do so. The same can be done with a single Ravager. However, the Ravager cannot fit through doors like a body bag. If they're going to eliminate body bags, they need to come up with a solution to the tedious problem of having to make hundreds of trips back and forth to move items. Nothing about how having to spend hours moving raw mats is intriguing. It's a tedious and unnecessary grind that in no way benefits players. You choosing not to not use this is simply hindering yourself. Out of all exploits and bugs that need to be patched, meshing, duping, C4 boats, I don't see why anyone would want body bags to take priority. Extra vault slots in no way reduces the need for body bags. Well, wait a minute. Using the fact that everyone's using it, so therefore it must be a good thing, I, I don't believe that because if there was an exploit that just spouted off metal, like a metal pump, people would just use that. Yeah. You so know, I re it's go ahead. no go ahead finish. Well, well, just I, I didn't have much more to that other than the fact that uh, the reason he has to mine so much metal is because everyone else is mining so much metal. To Alti's mm -hmm. point, once everyone recalibrates, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, that's why I'm guessing there was a reduction in the fabricated sniper rifle masks because they're starting. Yes, they're starting to uh, make that adjustment. So I replied to this particular comment said, You just said it yourself. People use it because they don't want to grind, which I understand. However, games are designed to keep people playing for as long as possible. Every MMO is designed with the grind in mind. Fact of the matter is that Wildcard has no reason to replace this exploit that circumvents their weight mechanics should they decide to finally get rid of body bags. Yes, it makes things a lot easier for us, the player, but imagine if this unintentional exploit never existed. I would he love to see weight double. a point about the tedium double. of it, though, because there's well, a point yeah. where grinding and tedium have to balance out, otherwise you will start to lose people. Absolutely, but that's why we have dinos. Dinos that we can, you know, make it so that they can carry a ton of materials. I'm I'm not arguing with that. I'm just, you know, we, mm -hmm. it, it, there's a point about, like, um, moving stuff inside of the base, especially depending on if you have your base really security-minded. Uh, the place where you're cooking your metal and storing it might not be the most convenient route between them. Right. Isn't that part of base design, though? Also S+. Plus? Mm. I, the body it, bags. Yeah, I'm gonna, I was going to say, I mean, if you want a simple system, I mean, S+, plus has got the whole pull system. I love that. I think With the body, body, I got rid of the metal pumps bags. off of our server once I became an admin, uh, uh, once I became an admin on it before we decided to shut it down. Um... You know, Rico, would you would you say that the pull system would be a sufficient replacement for body? Well, I mean, they they both horribly detach from realism. Uh, they both take care of the same problem. So yeah. 
Yeah. The only so, downside is if your base is particularly large, the pull system was designed to only have a certain range because it would get twitchy if you did that. So you kind of had to come up with a relay system. The bottom line is Which the is body bag system. It's allowing processing on an, an industrial scale that I don't think was ever intended. Exactly. Um, and then in Discord, we had Ow Now Brown Cow ask, uh, is it a bannable offense? No, it's not, though. And it's not even mentioned in the Code of Conduct, if I remember correctly. However... Aren't all exploits technically bannable offenses? Yeah, but this particular one they would have uh, mentioned more specifically, I would think. Unless they, you know, had a vague enough uh, code of conduct that allowed them to ban you for pretty much any reason imaginable. Yeah. Aren't all codes of conduct like that, though? Aren't they all like to be super vague? So, Wildcard has, uh, while they haven't been banning people for this or warning people about it, they have taken steps in the past to try and curtail it as much as possible. One of the original ways of... uh, metal farming was to have somebody sit on a chair and pick up the metal thrown to them because you can once again like a body bag if you're picking it up yourself you can easily slot cat yourself with 300 stacks of metal just have somebody throw it to you you pick it up with a whip or by hand and then if you were to sit on a chair on top of a platform saddle the weight didn't transfer to the dino. However, that was changed that the weight does transfer to it. You can still slot cap yourself with 300 metal uh, I remember when we were carrying down a base, we did that with all the eggs. Yes. (laughs) However, uh, the weight does transfer. So what people like to do now is have that person who's carrying all the materials or the loot from their raids to log off the server and then have one of their tribe mates just drag the body to a drop or to the location they need to off load all the material or just punch him in the face till they fall unconscious or that too yeah true true that's what we always do we were unloading <laughs> uh unloading after metal runs it's like okay who's gonna be unconscious i'll take off my helmet but uh yeah i do see uh the vault slots being increased as a precursor to possibly wildcard finally taking further steps to get rid of the body bag situation still ongoing or or what if it's the other way around what if the mm. vault chain is to assist in the industrialization to the scale that we've been doing? I, 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 I well, then intriguing is plausible. However, I would say Try not likely gate. because Wildcard is finally cutting down on their Evo events or they want to cut down on the amount of Evo events they've been doing because they don't want people farming so much and building so quickly. And body bags just help tribes, and especially mega tribes and large alpha tribes, to quickly build up in this game. So uh, small tribes better utilize the body bags as much as possible, because I think their days are numbered. Which is ultimately probably for the best, if that's the way eh, they want to go about it. I mean, me personally, like I said, I advocate just full-on adding S+. Plus. It, 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 takes, it takes care of a lot of the tedium without affecting, you know... Other stuff, although, I mean, you probably want to remove the helper uh, structures, like the the nanny and whatnot. Those, those are, uh, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. The rest of it, though, <laughs> I mean, the rest of it's just like ease of storage and ease of movement of stuff around the base. It's, it's, it, it takes out the tedium. You still got to go out and actually do everything. Yeah. I'm still thinking the best solution is double the value of weight. Uh, for uh, how much weight goes up per point? Yes. Uh, what do you think would be a fair... 20 per instead of 10 per? 20 instead As of 10. everybody's suddenly able to lift 500 pounds. 
Now, yeah, I was going to say that increasing the weight you gain per level would offset what we just saw th with the change of uh, the armor sets and their weight. It would negate that. True. But if you do, but if you don't. Pretty much. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, I think that's going to close it out. So, guys, we have the Arc Avenue segment where you can ask us Arc-related questions and ask us for advice. If you have any questions or want any kind of advice, let us know in the comment section of the video or in our Discord channel. I'll provide an invite to the channel in the comment section if you would like to chat with us or hang out. The podcast is also available on iTunes now from episode 72 and onward, so please subscribe to that. And if you would rate and review us, that would be awesome. Because it is time to close out episode 89 of the Archaeologist Podcast. Thank you to our participants this week, and thank you for listening to us on YouTube. If you have enjoyed this week's episode, feel free to like and share this video and subscribe to the channel. You can also leave comments or questions for us in the comment section below. Goodbye, and stay alive, survivors. I'm like death. Time to make some more body bags. Dude, you, wait, wait until you bag. listen to this recording. Why? You really seriously sound like Deep Throat. Oh, like that, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, you you literally dropped six octaves. So, the only thing I can offer is the fact that I did update TeamSpeak right before coming in. So maybe once you guys update, you all drop an octave. Oh my god. I wish. You notice that quite a few of their files when you're loading into the maps still says work in progress? <laughs> you mean like the shooter uh, game.exe file? Oh, yeah. that bugs my OCD <laughs> so much. All right, are we all ready? Uh, For yep. the most part. Okay. Here we go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, I to this week's it. podcast. I knew it. <laughs> uh, you should let somebody else do the intro sometime. Would you like to do it right now? No. Some other time. Put up or shut up. Leg day, Rico. Will either of you like to do it? Nah, I, I, I stutter or swear, you know me. <laughs> I find it funny, LT, that you don't want to do it. I mean, All why right, don't you put, step put up? In, put in Tribe Tat or send me the message on what you say every week because I ignore oh, I do it. not know what he says every week. I, I ignore it. I know the first four words. Welcome to this week's podcast. There, that's the opening paragraph. He called the bluff.